0: Hello, hello, Spin Sisters. I'm Calamity Jane. And I'm Roxy. And on today's episode, we're going to catch you up on this crazy screenplay thing that we're doing. So remember, we talked about doing homework, we had some homework to do, and we are going to catch all of you up. But before that, I guess it's my turn to talk about what I'm grateful for. And here's something interesting. I'm grateful for all the time I have in my car, because I get to listen to podcasts, (laughs) and I get to learn a lot. And one of the things I learned this week, which is very interesting to me is Dr. Susan David, and Brene Brown were on a podcast, and they were talking about calling bullshit on the happy epidemic. Mm. And I thought that was very interesting, because we here we are, we always talk about what we're grateful for. And I was certainly raised to put on a happy face, even if I wasn't always happy. And I was also raised to shove down my negative feelings. And what Dr. Susan David studied was emotions are just emotions. They're not positive or negative. They're just normal, all of them. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to be angry. And it's okay to be anything. But what she also talks about is not labeling yourself, Mm -hmm. like I am mad, or I am whatever, because that then says you are that thing. And what she says is you're the sky, and that emotion is just a cloud. So you can say I am noticing. (laughs) That I am feeling whatever, (laughs) but that you are not that thing. And so I learned a lot and I, I, it was very freeing to me because I, I bottle up a lot of emotion that I think is not pretty or appropriate or whatever. And, and then it comes back in some ugly way later, or I don't, you know, don't get all the way through that emotion. So,
1: well, that is uh, calamity. That is very good. And I am giggling because I was (laughs) raised in the exact opposite environment. So we had no problem expressing all that stuff. We didn't bottle up. We probably should have bottled up, but I can't ever imagine them saying, I am just, what was it? The cloud or the weather? I love it. I agree with it. But, and right now I'm just feeling like I want to kill you, but I know that's a bad, I love it because we probably could have used a lot of that. We were like, yeah, you're right. Get the gun. You're going down. Not really listener we didn't really kill people yeah. but it was a very very um expressive environment
0: and there you have it listener east coast west coast right here <laughs> <laughs> I am noticing that I know where the gun is right now
1: <laughs> and it's looking like it's really handy <laughs> yeah so that there you have oh my God, it that's, that's awesome. that's what no, I'm grateful I, I for love, I love what so so
0: what did you do last week, Roxy, in this little venture of ours to get a screenplay down on paper?
1: By uh, mid-October, your birthday. Oh my God, yeah. so exciting. So I had the Homework of which a calamity you gave me, which was a very good one for me. And that was put the books down, <laughs> stop outlining and then outlining and, and discussing and outlining and more to make it all fit into an outline. And I read, I was supposed to read two screenplays, but I changed my mind. Just a couple of things in life happened this week. And I was just noticing my frustration. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, that, But I did read Thelma and Louise, the screenplay of it. And I, the, honestly, that's the first screenplay I've re- ever read to the beginning and the end. Mm. I totally loved it. I learned a lot. I have more questions for you later of like somehow they did a lot of saying voiceover, but it looked like there was dialogue. So I was like, what? What? That's not a voiceover. They're talking right now. So I'm going to learn all that stuff. But I love the simplicity of how Kaylee, Callie, Kaylee, Kaylee, Kaylee Cork wrote that compared to all these books that they say, all these perfection things you need to do, was just Mm -hmm. this really easy moving along, you know, dialogue action, because it's all about the action, and and it's um, in present tense, when a screenplay writer writes, it's all in present tense, so I thought it was, I've learned a lot, I have a lot of questions, and then this next week, I'm going to be on a little vacation in a sunny (laughs) area, so I'm going to then read my second screenplay, Poolside, And that is the American quilt, which I also love it because I want to really learn how to write really cool female stories. Mm -hmm. So that'll be a fun one there. And I won't read another how-to book. I won't take any notes. I'm just (laughs) going to read and and organically try to comprehend what they're doing
0: right right no I think that's you? really good well last week I um I think this has been super fun because it does parallel our lives you know you try to fit it into what you're doing and you get mm-hmm. excited and it's like a our creativity time every day but I read um it's called the 20 21st century screen play writing and it's by a woman who teaches at NYU and different um, she teaches different people about writing a screenplay. And so I'm learning that I don't know why it was, but I was pushing back on Roxy quite a bit around, um, you know, the staying in the boxes. And I think it has something to do with uh, me always wanting to be outside, coloring outside the lines. Like I I want it to be more colorful and bigger. And why does it have to be that way? And I don't like rules because I had a lot of rules when I was growing up. So probably part of it is I push back some on constraint on the following rules. But this woman was really cool because she talks a lot about there are kind of the old ways of doing Mm -hmm. things, which are still good, Mm -hmm. but that a lot of the new screenplay in the 21st century have really pushed a lot of boundaries.
1: I love it. I love it. Yay. Yay. I'm having a hard time, even though I do like rules and I like to fight rules, And I was trying to figure it out per the rules. You just cut me loose, baby. I'm loving that. Oh, we don't have to do any of that.
0: So I think we, yeah, we're coming up with some great ideas and it's been super fun. So that's what I did. I was reading that. And I also um, looked at Forrest Gump um, as far as like timing of things. I did not outline the entire story. I did look more at how they how they moved time because Mm -hmm. our story is, is trying to move three generations and it's dealing with a lot of the past in different people's voices. And so I think we're coming up with some really great ideas, Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. but it's tricky. It is. And it can either be to this woman's point, Linda, who wrote 21st century. It can either be a cliche because it's been done a million times, or you can push the boundaries and, and, consider what if it was this way instead and kind of have some fun with it. Yes. I choose that B. I choose that too. Yeah. 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 So that's what I did. And, um, in the meantime, drove a lot, listened to a lot of podcasts. I, I would love it if I could find some podcast on
1: screenwriting. Ooh, maybe we're supposed to do that. Well, yeah. first of all, we have to figure it out right? <laughs> right? and then probably right. get a couple of them sold. Okay. I'm getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yes.
0: So my work this week is, um, What am I going to do this week? Oh, so I took, I also took Roxy's 10 scenes from act one. Possible scenes. Possible scenes. Mm -hmm. and, And played with the first scene, like the introduction played with some ideas. And it's mm-hmm. so much fun. I love it. It's like a crime scene kind of mm-hmm, investigation. Mm-hmm. It's Like what mm-hmm. if this didn't happen this way? What if it happened that way? Mm-hmm. So we're having a lot of fun. And um, I think this week, I will continue to develop those uh, scenes and keep reading Linda's book. And oh, I also want to, um, I'm going to go back and watch American Beauty again, because there's oh, that's some fun things. That's dark. Yeah. It's dark, but there's some voiceover and there's a lot of moving parts and it's also told from the perspective of a bunch of different people and so mm. that's that sort of breaking the rules thing american beauty was listed in linda's book oh, okay. about not following the traditional three act the and format the, yeah. the formula
1: yeah. yeah
0: a lot of flashback a lot of like in the same day because if you don't if you have not seen it that story is one mm-hmm. to watch it, there's good. some dark pieces to it but yeah. at the very beginning his voiceover is you know everything's this way until it's the last day you're alive or something like right. that and so then that whole day plays out I mean I think it's more than I mean he goes back to it being his last day so there's a there's some days in there of yeah. events but I just love the way that people play with time and voiceover and telling a story.
1: I know. Right. And that just reminds me too, that it's like, I've thought of that too, but you said it very eloquently right now that when we're trying to figure out, you know, how we're taking the book and consenting into a, a screenplay, I asked myself, are we not meaning that it's too hard to do because I'm willing to do the work, but are we biting off too much with thinking we want to tell like a span lifetimes versus to the point of what you just said? Or is it a day in the life of someone? I think our story is more than a day in the life of someone. But when you just said that, I had had that question of, are we, are we taking too big of a bite out of this? Is it, is it a smaller picture of this journey between my grandmother, my mother, me, and do you know what i'm trying to say that and not covering so much time but just narrowing in on a specific thing Um, but right now we're looking at covering more time well and
0: it was interesting they talk about low budget films or new screenplay writers which we certainly are sure and they they do talk a lot about you you have to learn to what crawl before you walk or run yeah sure um The really, really good screenplay writers that we've seen in the 21st century, you think, well, how did they do that? Well, they wrote a ton before they came Mm -hmm. in with this idea to break the rules. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, I'm going to want to be more aggressive and then we'll probably learn the hard way. Yeah. Uh, later and I've got my whole rest of my life you know <laughs> right but what the heck I mean I, I think what the, the sky's the limit we could play with yeah. all kinds of ideas and we are trying to span a period mm-hmm. but one of the comments was if you're doing a low budget film one of the biggest no-nos or constraints is period pieces
1: mm. because
0: they're very expensive to film because you're okay you're bouncing around to different, like to <coughs> 1939 farm and uh, World War II prison camp scene or, uh, you know, see. like, so you're, you having to spend a lot of money
1: recreating pictures oh, of time. I'm glad you shared that with me. That makes sense.
0: Yeah. And so I don't know, we probably won't do a lot of that just yeah. because we you know. We're I, I mean,
1: yeah.
0: right. We're beginning. We are definitely trying to span three generations of women. Right. <laughs> right Story. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very fun. So that's,
1: that's what we got going on. Anything else like that you learned well, from
0: your studies this
1: week? Well, just kind of talking about, you know, the, my scenes, whatever, maybe not act one, because I'm learning that too, that <laughs> it's maybe it's act 10. I don't know. But first possible scenes that I wrote down, and then you sprinkled fairy dust on it and Mm -hmm. chatting about that more. And then looking like we were just talking about how do we how do we span time, etc. And so now I would just think I'm really pondering and I'll probably usually I can go to sleep like nobody's business. But since this has been so fun, my brain's like at nighttime, Um, how do we if we are to have my mother, my mother tell story, and then if we are to have me, we're going to change the names to tell my version. How do we do that without mm. repeating each other's story? Does that make sense? It's like how that's the fun part we're going to ha- We're going to play with of now that we have the 10 scenes, my mother telling childhood stuff. How do we weave me in there? And telling my version as we share life together. Am I making sense? You know, this is something that
0: is going to be fun to talk to the listeners about as we go along because initially we said yes, two parallel stories, because the book is two parallel stories. Right. And then we and then we went to uh, or two voices, I should say, two narrators, you and your mom. Right. So that we play with that, and then we were like, "No, this is really a story about your mom. Right. Let's just play it all the way through. You're grieving storytelling. So I think it's going to be some version of that, it's going to be super fun because I do. I I'm gonna like you said, I'm gonna spend some time tonight playing, imagining. Could we really is it plausible that you fall asleep after taking a sleeping pill and you have your own version of some wild dreams that parallel your mom, but they're from a little child, you, growing up. Like you have these flashes because you were reading letters from your mom and you have these different perspectives because you were in fact 10 when she's telling this story when she was what, 35? You have me taking a sleeping
1: pill. I have never in my whole life because I'm such a sleeper, but...
0: (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, after flying all about being like four hours uh, yeah, different, three that, hours different. That's, difference, that's yeah.
1: interesting, listener, we're trying to figure yeah. out because with the book, it was easier to write yeah. in the sense of managing time. Yeah. Mom started out, told her story, had me, I told the story, we ended together. So you, it was easier to section out, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, how do we, na- who narrates? When do they narrate? And how do we intertwine? both my mothers and I, and oh, don't forget about my grandma, who's going to start it out all that storytelling. It's, right. um, it's going to make me not be able to sleep tonight. I'm going to be like,
0: what? <laughs> Very exciting. Way, so that's, that's the way. fun stuff we're doing on our free time. And yes. by the way, listeners, I will repeat this again, because we're going to talk about this every time is this is our example of some yeah. wild crazy ride we're taking together because we had a dream and a vision and women rock and we can do anything we want to do. And so we're doing it. And so, just think about what is on your mind that you want to do and right. you're not doing because you're too busy or kids you are don't screaming think you at can you do or it, you can't, or it's yeah. not
1: going to be perfect, all the things we yeah. all think about. But it's yeah. like,
0: do it anyways. That's right. Do it anyway. And don't let anybody judge you and don't judge yourself. And mm-hmm. oh, I also learned one other thing that I think is really important is to remember self compassion.
1: Mm. Boy, that's a and life I, lesson. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And that it's very, very different than self-esteem. Oh. And it was a young millennial doctor that had this lecture with me this week, which was so many people get caught up in self-esteem and what social media is saying about what you should look like and how you should act and all the you know beautiful things that are happening in the world when really to be able to love yourself for just being human and beautiful and not compare yourself to anybody else.
1: And wow,
0: yeah, a lot more with that. And I, I really liked that because we, we lost a, um, a senior in high school in one of the small towns that I work in. He jumped off a cliff into recently
1: oh,
0: on the 17th God. of March. And so the whole, the whole town oh, is sort God. of reeling from it because he was a basketball star and he was headed to college and he, he just had, he, he had, looks
1: so happy, right? yeah
0: exactly exactly oh, wow that is yeah. tragic so we have all everybody's been doing a lot of self-reflection this yeah week. and
1: yeah. it was my
0: mother's 79th birthday yay happy birthday mommy <laughs> sunday so we had a little fun birthday party for her that's a big one 79 wow yeah, yeah. all right well oh, so wait. we should do should we do our quote yes please Okay, here is a quote from Anne Rule. There is an odd synchronicity in the way parallel lives veer to touch one another, change direction, and then come close again and again until they connect and hold for whatever it was that fate intended to happen. We pulled that up because we were talking about how do we run Roxy and her mom Story as parallels or parallel lives because there's a lot of similarities. A lot, of patterns, face back, a lot that, of patterns. A lot of patterns. Where
1: did I learn that one from? <laughs> hmm, right. I've seen this before. And, and Anne Rule, I haven't d- read a lot of her stuff, but I, I admire her because she writes really scary stuff, and I don't like scary stuff. But right? She, isn't she like the mystery thriller writer par- and or paranormal murder, yeah. murder stuff too? Yeah. Or, like yeah. Ted Bundy. Yeah. 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 She's a, she's an excellent writer.
0: Yeah. She's yeah. really good. So everybody, you know, we'll uh, post in Facebook again, but we're curious,
1: you know, it doesn't hurt, hurt at all to have ideas. I, know. I think people, people might be a little shy and I don't yeah. blame them. I and I promise I won't use your name. I'm like, Hey, thanks. Whatever. But if you ever just <laughs> want to throw something out there, yeah, yeah we will respond.
0: We will definitely respond and we'll take your ideas because we're yeah struggling yeah. screenplay writers now.
1: That's <laughs> right. Have you ever thought of, well, tell us what have you thought of?
0: That's right. All right. Well, we're going to close it out tonight. You want to start the affirmation or you want me to?
1: <sighs> yeah. Well, today for me was a little cattywampus day. So <laughs> I think I'll start it out when uh, Calamity Jane did a little therapy with me. Because I want to be happy. Okay, that was a joke. Can we just go with the flow? While doing our best. And change Mm -hmm. what we can. And let go
0: of the rest.
1: But it's stuck to my fingers. I keep saying. You know, it's the human journey. Yeah, it's like toilet paper on your shoe. (laughs) It totally is. It just won't come off.
0: (laughs) It's the hardest part. Let it go, let it It go. It totally
1: is but that
0: was another thing I learned is just let your emotion ride through all the way to the end so feel it deal with mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. then let it go sometimes we just bottle it up and it stays oh, on our shoe
1: that reminds me kind of the same thing which today I'm having a hard time with somebody <laughs> some brilliant person said somewhere sorry I can't give you credit but it's like think of your life as the, you're the sky mm-hmm. and your life is the weather and I went oh some days it's cloudy some days it's sunny i do like that but but you don't forget we are the sky we're not the weather and we can't control the
0: weather the weather just comes and goes right i like that i like that too yeah all right well i'm clammy jane and i'm Boxy. peace out Out. oh that was so much better (laughs) all right we're out of here bye everybody (laughs) bye-bye